Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Uh, this week's topics are the Winter Olympics. Yes. Mm-hmm. 2018 Winter Olympics. Uh, what event are you guys excited about? Um, Usually the curling. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't absolutely. know why. That's, yeah. But I'm excited for the figure skating too. I watched a little bit of that the other night and... They're hyping up this Nathan Chen guy or Chan, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if he does any good. Hmm. Like the one time I saw him skate, he fell, so I was like, "Well, <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> You're hyping him up, and then he goes out and blows it. Right. I like slalom. Yeah, Ooh. that's it's fun. I can't do it. I like uh, watching it. Uh, there's this game that I used to play on the uh, Windows old like '95 where you're skiing down a hill and a yeti was following yes you. Oh, yes what is oh i my don't gosh. remember the name of that game but that game was amazing they're basically slalling down the hill <laughs> yeah. like you have yeah. to hit the flags you know so i've always been fond of that mm-hmm. there's no way in hell i'm doing it no uh but it's always fun all right so we're gonna be focusing on the winter olympics uh but we're not going to actually talk about the winter olympics yeah because we're recording this before most of the stuff happens yeah. so it's kind of hard to talk about so instead we're doing our own Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're going to do two facets of this. We're going to have our personal Winter Olympics, but then we're also going to have the drinking section also based Olympic themed. on the Olympic theme. Do you want to go into that? The which part? The geek winters? The geek part. <laughs> All right. So I dubbed this the Geek Winter Olympics, and basically it takes place in the Marvel Universe. So we've got four, maybe five teams, if we count them as a team. But yeah. <laughs> They're independents on the fifth team. The first team is Team Cap, which includes Captain America, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, Falcon, and Hawkeye. Then the second team is Team Iron Man, which includes Iron Man, Black Widow, Spider-Man, Vision, War Machine, and Black Panther. <laughs> then the Team 3 <laughs> is Team Professor X, which includes Wolverine, Rogue, Cyclops, Storm, Jean Grey, and Iceman. Professor X didn't actually get to be included in the team because he's actually in the Special Olympics. <laughs> um, so why isn't War Machine in the Special <laughs> Olympics? I don't know. He he eked it out. This is pre-falling from oh. Civil War. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, team 4 is Team Guardians, which includes Star-Lord, Drax, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, and Mantis. Then we had Team Magneto, but they were disqualified for a doping scandal, and all members were are now on an independent team, which includes Magneto, Mystique, Pyro, Toad, Sabretooth, and the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> and they will be in, competing in Winter Olympic-themed, like, all of these sports, mm-hmm. and we'll decide, based on what we debate, who which team is going to win at each sport. <laughs> Should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then the drinking part of it, we each went to a, uh, a brewery of our choice, a local brewery, Indiana yep. brewery, mm-hmm. uh, and we had to pick three different styles. So this is going to stretch on for a couple weeks, so you better batten down the hatches and just uh, wait in suspense for the next week to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three themes that we are going with are IPAs. Our stouts and lagers, or uh, sorry, starts and porters, porters right. and then we had a wild card. Initially wild was card. It initially was lagers. That's why I stuck in my head. It <laughs> yeah. was initially IPA stouts and lagers. lagers, but it's hard to find lagers for some yeah. of these smaller yeah, breweries. It is. Yeah. So we're actually doing wild cards. So basically, it can be whatever. 
style of beer that you think w- could win. It could or be something interesting at the time when yeah, you're there. Yeah. On, that's whatever's on the menu. What, right. And and something I think that uh, at least I when I picked that you would think the entire group would like. Yeah. True. You know something. I'm not going to grab the darkest night of uh, things and be <laughs> yeah. like, I know me and Keith will like we'll it. Get it. <laughs> but it'll get the low Russian score from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just it, you know the wild card. I think that was a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty good thing. I like it. Uh, so I picked Danny Boy Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is local to Carmel, um, and I will tell the names as we go along. I'm not going to spoil that. Yeah. Right. Keith, what'd you get? I kept it here in town. Got Mad Anthony Brewing Company here in Fort Wayne. And I got Upland Brewery because I went to a, a local liquor store and they were doing a tasting of Upland things. And the guy was like telling me about their, this is their 20th anniversary and like let me sample a bunch of stuff. And he kind of talked me into <laughs> including them. And I liked all the things I sampled, so I figured everybody else cool. would like them too. They're from Bloomington, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a. Tap- well, they, they have like three or four different locations, but yeah. There's a tap room in Bloomington. Yeah. yeah the ta- there's a tap room in Carmel. Yeah. Yeah. And I was sitting in the tap room in Carmel when you told me you were bringing <laughs> up one. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> what were you drinking? Uh, I did a flight of all of it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing. If I go out to a brewery, I'm getting the flight Everything. of all. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's on tap. Yep. All right. So that is that is the lineup. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked about it. So this it. first episode, we'll include. We'll just do the IPAs. Yeah. For, okay. As far as beer goes. Okay. And then, in this initial part, in our Geek Olympics, we will be doing curling and ice hockey. Kind of set our teams and decide who's going to win. Okay. What do we have? Uh, do we have like a, uh, a scoring card for the geek <laughs> part? Do we have a scoring card for the drink part? What do we got? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get into that once we get the pull the beer out. How about? Okay, we don't have we don't have the scoring for we just debate. And, yeah, okay. there's not really any scoring for, as far as this per, first part goes. We just kind of decide. Okay. I think this guy's going to be better, and then whoever has like the best argument, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever we agree on, I've, I'm sure we can come to some sort of consensus. Sounds good to me. But first, we got to set up our team for. Cur- Let's start with curling, and um, I think I did a three members team. So we got mm-hmm. the thrower. And the two sweepers. Yep. So we got a, for as team cap, who do we think would be a good thrower? Well, I know that both Cap and Winter Soldier throw a mean uh, shield. <laughs> I yep. know that's why I was I, I was initially yep. thinking Cap would be a good thrower. Yeah, we can do. We could probably do that. He, he would he would need sweepers hardcore <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to slow, slow it down. down. Yeah. Um, I think. And, like, if we have Captain America as the thrower, I think uh, Falcon and Hawkeye would be his good yeah. sweepers. <laughs> Absolutely. they're, like, his bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're bitches whenever he does something. He's got uh, Anthony Mackie following him around. <laughs> yeah, definitely Falcon. Yeah. Um, I can go with Hawkeye. I almost, almost said Scarlet Witch, but I thought that might be offensive to have her being the sweeper. Because <laughs> she's a woman. Well, she there's the some really good female sweepers I've seen. Yeah. That I was watching this. Sure. I don't remember if it was an all female team, but like they had a, a male thrower and then like two female sweepers, and they hit basically like every time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's such a great throw. I was like, hmm. I think the sweepers had a lot to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just, I just don't think that the chemistry there no, with Scarlet Witch. 
But, I mean, Winter Soldier and could be a good sweeper, too, then. He's got the strong arm, the one... Because <laughs> yeah. he still has it right yeah. now. Right. If War Machine has his back... <laughs> yes, this is pre-Civil War. <laughs> the, yeah, Winter Soldier, I can see. I can see how... Yeah. <laughs> So we want to I th- go. I think we can agree with that. We're going to yeah. do with uh, Cap, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I think so. All right, Team Iron Man. Who would be a good thrower here? They don't really have a f- person that. I mean, Iron Man shoots Black Widow. Doesn't have like anything. She could be a good figure skater, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. save her for that. I mean, Spider-Man, he... Yeah, he throws web. He can, <laughs> he'll push it. <laughs> I, I feel like... Slow it down. I feel like since he has that gymnastics background that he can do some crazy, like, twerking of his body to get <laughs> momentum that he oh, could yeah. probably, you know, rev it up to throw it. But they're definitely at a disadvantage uh, between Cap and Iron Man because he they don't have a, a thrower. No. Mm-mm. Uh, and Black, I don't know, Black Panther. The movie's coming out. We still have. Uh, yeah, we it comes out next week. Yeah, the 16th. So we're we're still trying to figure out what his skills. Yeah, are. Well, like what he's about. We saw him one time, <laughs> so it's it's hard to see. But for me, I just don't think that he's going to ride saddle to anybody. Mm. He seems very agile from based yeah. on what we saw, but it's right. hard to really say. I think mm, this is just me. I think that you would have a Spider-Man thrower and then both the uh, the mechanical yeah, suits as, I was gonna say that as a sweepers. Too. Yeah, I feel like them in the suits would be good sweepers. Yeah, because then they could just make a sweeper out of whatever suit. Power it. Yeah, they don't have to move. <laughs> just melt the ice. <laughs> oh. I feel like, and that's the case, both War Machine and Iron Man, as their sweepers, they have a huge advantage over... <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Over the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, so let's go with that. Yeah, we'll do that. It works. Spider-Man, Iron Man, and War Machine. All right, we got Professor X. So we need someone. They they don't have a good thrower guy either. No, they don't. You need Iceman. Iceman, I think he'll be critical in all of these <laughs> all winter of sports. <laughs> yeah. The true question is, can they use their powers? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Rogue doesn't really have powers, so it doesn't matter. Sure. She could go touch Iceman at, <laughs> at some point and steal his powers. Yeah. That's true. It'll just put him at a disadvantage. I feel like Storm could use some kind of blizzardy powers and screw other players up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Storm and Iceman would be perfect mm-hmm. together in tandem. Uh, I mean, Jean Grey can't really do much because she'll take a step and she'll melt the ice. Yeah. She has more mental abilities. Yeah. I mean, Wolverine's just pure yeah. strength. He could sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Cyclops, honestly, could probably laser a path oh, yeah. to the bullseye. And then as the... As it slowly makes the way, then uh, Bobby can fill it back in. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And just give it the right amount of ramp or whatever yeah. it needs to either slow it down or... That's yeah. a good point. I like that. Yeah, but who's going to throw it? We're just going to throw away Rogue on a throwing it so <laughs> yeah, she can... Yeah, we might as well. So yeah. So she can f- follow her boyfriend around. <laughs> you don't need much strength if they're going to use their powers like that. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. 
I would put He's it like, in all there. right, all right. Rogue, all we need you to do, do is just is push this. this. <laughs> put it in a line. <laughs> push it. You see you see this line that I made for you? <laughs> Hit that <No> line. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to do. If they don't get gold medal, then she, then she obviously yeah. missed that line. <laughs> So I think that's a good combination. Yep. Cyclops and Iceman at least running the... They're not really sweepers, <laughs> but they're definitely running it down there. I like it. Okay. Then we got Guardians. So, I mean, Drax has got the strength he could throw, mm-hmm. I think. Rocket could de- develop something <laughs> to like shoot it down there. I don't know if he can yeah. use a gun to <laughs> shoot it down the ice. Some, could he do a like a mechanical sweep thing? Yeah. Like... Iron Man, all them. I mean, I can see Groot throwing it, but not letting it go. And yeah, yeah, just guiding it. Just <laughs> drop it on top of where it belongs. <laughs> Stretch his arm out. All right. I just think there's there's plenty of animosity between all of them. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a good chemistry at this point. No. <laughs> all right. Oh, Team Guardians. <laughs> Let's just say this Groot solo. He's gonna, he's gonna do He'll it do all. it all. <laughs> they're gonna argue about it, and, and Groot will just do it. Drop it on there while they're trying to decide who's, yes. who's doing what. He just goes and does it while their backs are turned. <laughs> uh, poor independent. They couldn't get three people together to do it, so they no. didn't participate. <laughs> Juggernaut stepped out there and broke through the ice and ruined it for the whole time. But he only broke through the ice because Pyro weakened it. Uh, poor independence. You shouldn't be doping, bros. Well, screwed it up for the whole villain yeah. squad. All right, now we got to put a first, second, and third place on these teams. I honestly think that the X Men are really going to be hard to beat with, yeah. with yeah. the lineup that we created. I don't think they're they're going to be really hard. I'd say first with them. Uh, yeah, but I think Groot's going to have the good drop on him too, or he could just true. Hmm. Put it right where it belongs. But are they going to count that? <laughs> sure, be cheating. Is it cheating? Yeah, He's still behind the line, but you're supposed to let it go. So I don't know what the official curling rules yeah. are. Yeah, he they get disqualified because you're supposed to let it go before you cross the line. So You're out! <laughs> so would he Iron would. Man be second then with their technology? I think mm. there's a good possibility yeah. of that happening. Even though, like, I'm a Cap fan, it's just you don't have the great of a sweepers over no, there. No, yeah, it's all strength with them, and mm-hmm. I feel like the technology can beat them out, so we'll give them the bronze. Yep, so it goes uh, number one with Professor X team, number two, Team Iron Man, and then number three, Cap. I don't know, it sucks. Just writing that down for our... Stats. <laughs> <laughs> the stats that matter. All right. Now we got hockey. Hmm. So yeah, I put this as a full team, even though there's only five people on the ice at one time. We got right. we got one bench warmer that can come off uh, if somebody gets tired or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. So if we're gonna start with Team Cap. We're putting Scarlet Witch in the goal. Yeah, she's got that like <laughs> shield that she can. She's sure. not the greatest at controlling it yet, but I feel like she can block a puck. Age of Ultron, <laughs> that scene where she's by herself defending—that yeah. oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> destroying everything. Pissed off her brother died. Uh, we won't have that, you know, for this as a motivation. <laughs> but I think she can probably do it. I like her as a goalie. 
I mean, Cap's got a shield. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get anything by it. If he's, he's paying attention. That or a defenseman, you know? Yeah, I feel like he'd be better on the ice, like, moving around. And mm-hmm. As a defenseman, yeah. All right. So then all that's left are the left, right, and the center. Um, so really it doesn't matter. Hawkeye would be center because the left and the right wings are the ones that attack and the dude in the center kind of hangs back. And that's what he does. He hangs back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Ant-Man is Ant-Man probably going to ride the bench. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Because um, based on Hawkeye's bow, if he's that good at, yeah. at aim, and so is Winter Soldier with, like, guns, I mm-hmm. feel like they have good aim. Absolutely. That'd be... Yeah, and uh, Falcon was in the military. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a good aim, too. I feel not a direct correlation. <laughs> so not strong defense on this team. We got strong offense. I mean, Cap's pretty good defense, but... Yeah. You can't do it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you only have one defenseman. That's true. So you have three offensive people, one defender, and, and then a goalie. goalie. It's going to be hard to get past the Scarlet Witch. It is going to be tough. Hmm. And all the defenseman needs to do is knock out the automatic censoring <laughs> for, <laughs> for Iron Man, so that's not going to work. All right. Speaking of that, who is on the man. ice for Iron Man? Hmm. I don't really see a goalie up there. I don't either. They don't have a no. good defense. I feel like War Machine and Iron Man would be like the front lines. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man can make a net of his own in front of the net. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's good agile. defense there. Yeah. Jump around. Pew! <laughs> Pew! <laughs> <laughs> Who would you put on the bench? Probably Black Widow. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, okay. she offers nothing to the team. She can kick ass. Right, and she has those lightning... So that's why she's on the bench. She's the enforcer. So yeah. when, <laughs> when the other team gets in a out. fight and be like, all right, Black Widow, you're in. Go beat the shit out of this when guy. You, when you pull the goalie, you know, she comes <laughs> yeah. out and starts punching people, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was either her or Black Panther. One of the blacks I was going to put on the bench. Uh, moving on. Professor so X. X. Wait, so we're just not even going to fill out the Iron Man team? No. We're just going to lose? <laughs> I think they don't. I think uh, they're going to lose the team cap anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so I'm not going to fill out the whole team. I think just based on the defense there, they stand a better chance. Yeah. Professor X. Iceman. He's got to be out there. Yeah. I would probably put Wolverine in goal. He's got the most... Well, he, he's the smallest person in the comic books, but I feel like he can block mm-hmm. with his claws pretty well. And he, he doesn't need pads or anything. He'll just yeah. take the pucks yeah, off the face. And just bounce right off his head. Yeah. Again, Rogue, you <laughs> offer nothing <laughs> you for yeah, this. You're going to be on the bench. Yeah. Unless you need to suck the life out of somebody and well, kill them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not about murder in the Winter Olympics. Gene Gray's not offering much either. Mm-mm. No. Storm and Iceman would be pretty good defense. Yeah. You know, you can make the wall up some ice, or you can, you well, know, the blow the storm and, yeah. through there and Absolutely. knock the puck off goal. Yeah, make it impossible for them to see. <laughs> uh, I they, mean, don't, they don't really have any strikers, though, like anybody mm-hmm. going up and shooting. No, but I think that Cyclops would be the one to take the shots. Yeah, since obviously. Since he is, you know, team captain all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that'd be a decent setup. I just don't think they're gonna win hockey. No, I put them somewhere in the middle. They might get silver or bronze. Right. Yeah. 
Um, Guardians. Groot in the goal. Groot, yep. yeah, he'd be a good goalie. Or Drax. He just put up his uh, wooden <laughs> yeah, shields. shields. And Drax would be like the defenseman. Mm-hmm. And then you have Gomorra and Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then probably Rocket. I think Rocket, I think Rocket would be good. Be good. Yeah. And it just doesn't do too much, except for like put the other team to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, go sleep, go sleep, or makes them sad. She's like, oh, you you have, uh, you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know a lot of what she does except for put people to sleep. Yeah, her <laughs> role was very minimal. <laughs> Guardians too. I think Guardians would do well I think in this event. Do, yeah. I think they would do really well as well. I think they're good so. matchup with Professor X team. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, st- I'm, I'm going to give Team Cap the gold on this one, though. I think so. I think so. Uh, it's just a, the in the fight, the Civil War fight that hasn't happened yet. Apparently, <laughs> they, they they split up into teams, obviously, <laughs> but they yeah. just haven't fought. They work out really well in the fight. Like yeah, between Winter Soldier. And the Falcon, even though they say they hate each other. (laughs) (laughs) But there's there's great chemistry, I think, Team Cap right now. That's probably why they're Team Cap. Iron Man just loses it, so they're not even going to place. (laughs) Um, Which means probably, Mm. I think Guardians would be a number two. That's what I'm thinking. They could pull it together from their mishaps with the uh, curling. (laughs) Yeah. Star-Lord gave him the speech after they got disqualified. <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's like, we're a bunch of losers! Yeah, I mean... The whole Miracle on Ice speech in the locker yeah. room. <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, you have a deep thigh bruise. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor said I couldn't play. No, that's you, you kiddy ass! <laughs> it's like, what want you to play? Yeah, I want you to play. Want me to play? Shut up and play, damn. Alright, so that puts them at the silver and Professor X Six. is brown. Yeah. Now I have to go home and watch that movie, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen clips, I've never seen the full movie. Oh my gosh, I've seen it like all the time, so many times. Alright. That's the only sports I had for this first round. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, I weighted the other episodes heavier because... We don't have to like introduce the teams and stuff. Right, right, absolutely. This way we can get to the beer portion faster. Faster, exactly. Sounds good. All right, so that concludes the events. It is. It was a very exciting day because ice hockey is really fun, (laughs) and so is curling. So we, you know, the week one's actually pretty excited about the games. Uh, I think we uh, did fine with meddling. Cap has a gold and a bronze. Professor X has a gold and a bronze. And then Iron Man has a silver, and the Guardians have a silver. Pretty good. So uh, For the independent team, I was going to put Juggernaut in the goalie. Oh. I don't think we did that, but... No, we didn't. Besides that, I didn't think they had I mean, a strong say, team. There's, yeah. Toe to be all right in defense. Yeah. And Magneto, unless the pox, pucks made, made out of metal, metal. I don't yeah. think he's yeah. going to be useless. helpful. Or their sticks. So which he's are all on the bench. So. Mystique's not very helpful either. No, she change into somebody else and distract like yeah. confuse the other team <laughs> change into a hockey puck but i don't think she can do that <laughs> or she'll change to a professional hockey player <laughs> and yeah does, does she get the powers of people that she becomes I thought it was just visuals no it's just visuals okay yeah. so she, she can become like she wouldn't get like wayne gretzky's skill if she 
turned into Wayne Gretzky. Oh, can I pause this real quick for a second? Yeah. Uh, you Darvish agrees to a six-year deal with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that. <clears throat> Fucking unreal. All right, back together. Uh, Pyro, I feel like he, he might be a hindrance. Yeah. <laughs> Most of yeah. the is going to be melting the ice. Oh, poor independent team. You're out again. <laughs> Never pays to be a villain, guys. No. I mean, the only thing you can do is, like, screw up the other team's chances at winning their game, but... I just, I just don't think that anyone's going to score on the independent mm-hmm. team. Or if they do score, it's not by a, not a lot. <laughs> uh, Sabretooth and Juggernaut basically are running the show. Yeah. The, the big bulky guys on the ice t- knocking everybody else over. Yeah. Toad in the goal, and then Juggernaut and Sabretooth knocking people around <laughs> the defense. Yeah. So they don't score goals, but they also have very low scoring affair. <laughs> the Bash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the Bash Brothers. D2. <laughs> yes. Well, Falcon and... What's the other name? Reed? Well, it's Falcon Reed is the guy. Yeah, Falk Reed, and then... Um, I don't remember the other guy's name that wears like, the bandana. I guess they both wear bandanas. Yeah, Basham Brothers. Oh, that's an actual thing. That's a wrestling thing. <laughs> Doug Basham and whatever. I want uh, Mighty Ducks. There we go. Who are the Bash Brothers? Oh, they're Bash Brothers. So you had Fulton Reed and Dean Portman. Oh, Portman, that's right. Yeah, Reed and Portman. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and they're not even like names that you would like recognize, but they're faces that you would because Foggy is one of them. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't remember the other guy being anything, but yeah, Foggy's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, good first round teams, except for the disqualified independent team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't get anything right. <laughs> but let's move on to the beer. Awesome. Beer round. Yeah, we are doing IPAs. IPA. So before we get to the IPAs, you're going to hear some words from the network. Um, and I won't know who it is until I get there. So <laughs> surprise! Whoever it is, they're a good podcast. Check them out. Usually. Always. Usually. Usually. Always. <laughs> You're going to start a war with one of them. Yep. <laughs> There's one of them we don't like. <laughs> you have to figure out which one it is. Tweet us out. Make sure you tag Pale in it. Please. <laughs> If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Kathy. And we are Women Drinking Beer. We drink beer, review them, and tell you about them. We cover the Twin Cities beer scene along with other favorites, as well as interviews with women in the beer industry. We upload weekly on Thursday to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And we can be found drinking beer daily on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Women Drinking Beer and look for the kiss mark on the bottle cap. So if you enjoy beer, nerdy gals, or both, we encourage you to taste along and come have a beer with us. Come have a beer with us. All right, we're going to get started with our first uh, competition for the beer Winter Olympics. Yeah. But before we do that, we have to know how we're scoring these. Right. So we're going to do this kind of a figure skating style scoring system. And we'll be rating on a 1 to 10 scale. I think it's kind of different in figure skating. They changed the scoring recently, but I don't remember how they do it. But we've got 1, 2, 3, 4... Five criteria that we'll be looking at in rating one to ten, 
based on their packaging, the look of the beer, the smell, the feel, and the taste. Got Fe- that? Feel as in how it like feels the, in my mouth like or how feel. I feel drinking it emotionally. <laughs> oh, however you want to interpret these is up to you. It's Pale's metric. <laughs> it's the mouth feel. The mouth, the mouth feel. Okay. <laughs> With that scoring in mind, the order in which we're going to do the beers are going to be determined based off the uh, placement that we do from the previous episode. And since this is the first first episode, uh, it's going to be just down the the list straight. uh, It was based on who bought their beer first, basically, or how they got added to the list first. And I bought my beer last night. (laughs) I decided last night what I was doing. (laughs) So I'm last. So I bought my beer like last week and i chose upland like i said and this is the dragonfly ipa keith do you want to tell us about it so i don't have to sure it's uh 6.7 percent abv 65 ivus india pale ale originated when the british empire was at its height british soldiers and civil servants were stationed all over the globe including india and regular ales could not survive the long journey by sea to reach them The British solved this terrible dilemma by adding excessive amounts of hops to their beer, using the preservative properties of hops to increase the life of their beers. Our Dragonfly India Pale Ale is true to this tradition, featuring seven hop additions to create a powerful hop profile. A solid malt base, however, tempers the bitter American hops, giving Dragonfly a balance not often found in this style. The end product is a well-balanced, malty beer with a crisp taste of hops and exceptionally floral nose. All right. So first packaging, so we got the bottle here. Purple. It's got a dead dragonfly. No, oh, it does. Yeah. It's got X's. I, I just noticed on that it has X's on its eyes. Just the right amount of bite. Yep. Says that on his thorax or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, back to science class. The exoskeleton <laughs> of the Metacarpal... Is that the word? Metacarpal, isn't it like your... Oh, the fingers. It looks like a finger. It does. (laughs) Um, It's got like kind of lightning bolts coming out of the side almost. It's weird. Oh, I like 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 this. Yeah, the dating thing on the side. I really like breweries that do that. It's a lot easier than printing Best enjoyed by November 17th. Yeah, so we're a little late on this, uh, which is not a surprise because... Saf usually buys the. I old bought it beer. last, well, maybe two weeks ago, but <laughs> it's Whoa. not November of 2017. Yeah. We didn't pay full price. I no wonder they were trying to get rid of these. Well, I did the uh, like single bottles, so those might have been sitting there. If I would have just got a six pack, I'm sure it probably wouldn't have been yeah. as bad. So we have this is out of Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, probably bottled in Bloomington. I don't think the tap rooms right. do a whole lot of mm-hmm. bottling and such. So what do we give this bottle? If we're doing our one to ten scale, I have to inflate it so I'm not doing five bottle caps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't. There's no. That's there's no middle. It's one through ten, like no like halves or anything. Yeah. It's not very exciting for me. No, I mean it's simplest to the point, but it's not going to pop off the shelf for me. I like the coloring, it. but it is kind of plain. I like their little Upland logo. I mean, I like the color. It's the most colorful part. You just don't really see the dragonfly right it's just kind of there um so this is basically like oh i need a date to prom (laughs) and the three other girls i asked said no you want to go to prom with me type of girl (laughs) so 
you know, I don't know about you guys, but I never asked a five or lower to prom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't go. So six, probably for me in the the bottle. That's where I was heading to. Yeah, like a little above average. Like five is right in the middle. I think it's a slightly better than that because I've seen way worse bottles where they're just like nothing. Yeah, like based on the colors and stuff, I think a six is fair. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say five, but we can go with six. You can have your own. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. want, we're we're, we're going to throw out the score anyway and just give our own tap. Oh, okay. <laughs> Say whatever number you feel like. Give it a one. It's garbage. Oh, no, <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> no, just kidding. Fine. All right. Now we got to go to our beer. Hmm. The smell first or the look? Um, I think the look. Here it says look. So let's start look. with that. Like the color, the head, the carbonation. It's like you, a nipple. You need to get new lights, man. LED lights with daylight. There is LED daylights in there, but they're like those Use stupid small candelabra ones because that's all oh. that fits. <laughs> and there's only two, and there's usually like three or four in uh-huh. those lights. I can turn this on. A little see-through. Very see-through. Um, yeah, it looks very clean. Very mm-hmm. yeah. Filter. Not like those. <laughs> yeah. The nugget beers that are. It's what you get for bottled beer, for sure. Uh, most of the time, they're a little bit more filtered than the cans, you know. I mm-hmm. like the color. Yeah, it is a uh, cop. A little bit less than copper. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say auburn or lighter copper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more yellow like to the, it. Kind of looks like the copperhead beer that we had from 450. Yep. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Like the, I can't I like, say like down here it looks lighter and then as you get towards the top I feel like it gets a little bit darker but maybe right. that's just like where the shadows are. I mean, kind of looks like every other IPA. Right. Yep. You know, looks pretty good. Decent head on top there for being an I IPA. I like the nice creamy little lacing on top. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean by if I'm just judging this by looks, which is what we are, right? About seven or an eight, I think. I was by, just by the look, yeah. I think it looks yep. very nice. It's very, it's very clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no floaties. Uh, floaties, it doesn't matter for drinking the beer for me, but appearances appearance, do matter. Yeah, I don't like it yeah. as much. It, yeah, it looks dirtier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I think that it's mental pretty, pretty thing. Good. Yeah, a little, little lacing on top. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's good. Perfect yeah. pour. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike that 450 beer. Yeah, that was. Oh, oh we haven't gotten to that episode yet. <sighs> We had to pour them back into a thing and stir them up because his had like every all the sediment in it. And the like sediment the, the just first settled. One he poured had like it was like clear beer, so <laughs> we had to pour them back. It was a little chunky stir them down up. at the end. Like this isn't pouring right. <laughs> like everything settled, so it was like ugh. ugh. <laughs> shake that beer before you pour it. I didn't shake. think I would have to. I've never poured one of those before. I learned after the first one. Shake well. <laughs> yeah. So based on, on those, I think they'd get a lower like oh, yeah. pour score. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think eight's fair. I don't know. I could definitely improve, but eight, eight is a good score. Mm-hmm. As far as smell, it probably smells like an IPA. Mm-hmm. Just sweeter. Shake it up a little bit. The sweet smell. It does smell a little, yeah. a little sweet. It's uh, got that floral nose, as it said in the description. Definitely a uppercut with the, the hops. Mm-hmm. Um, not really smell. unlocking much more. Mm-hmm. So it is what you, sm- you know, it is what it is with the smell. Um, trying to loft it up a bit. I really no, nothing changes. A lot of like flowery and hop notes, but mm-hmm. but I smelled that up front anyways. Right, and didn't, it so was yeah, you don't new. really notice anything special about it. Yeah, but I feel like a like a six or a seven. Yeah, I've smelled stronger and more appealing beers. Right, it's not the worst smell. 
but you would you would expect it to you know waking up as you wafted around but and we don't have like the tulip glasses or whatever where the snow is yeah like shoots out more these are just typical pine glasses but yeah. it'll be the same for every beer we try tonight so yeah. it, it'll be on a fair scale yep all right let's zip her up very smooth but then there's like a little bite on the back yeah just the right amount of bite <laughs> just the right oh it kind of drops off quick at the yeah, end. It does. Like the flavor, the florally flavor kind of lingers right now. Like you taste the, when you take the, the pines and the florals up front, mm-hmm. and then you get the uppercut mm-hmm. of hops. Yeah, there's initial punch. And then it just kind of just the falls. Boom. And then what's left in your tongue is just the floral flavor. How's the mouth feel? This is what <clears throat> we're rating. The mouth feel. Let's try it again. <laughs> I mean, it's really smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, I feel like there's a, little, there's a little tanginess, but only like on the back end. Maybe. It, it doesn't seem too heavy. Right. Mm-mm. No. Uh, I didn't, honestly couldn't tell you if I tasted any of the head or not. Um, no, that's not really noticeable. Smooth and creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, I think I it's think pill it's, would say. Yeah. <laughs> Very decent. Yeah. It's light body, not too yeah. heavy. We'll say compared to the IPAs that we've had recently on some most recent episodes, if you put this in front of me as a blind taste test, I would say this isn't an IPA. Right. Honestly, it doesn't feel like it. It's more like, I don't know, any type of pale or something with a little bit more of the floral hops. Mm-hmm. From what I've grown to know as what IPAs are, this I, I don't think I'd put it in the same category. Right. It's very smooth comparatively. Mm-hmm. Especially like those hazy ones we've been drinking. They're, they're, yeah, those they're were like just like pure a different, hops. Almost different style, but they still call them IPAs because IPAs are popular. Yeah. Right. If we have the uh, the ranking for the the mouthfeels, I say uh, probably this is gonna be tough because <laughs> your definition of IPA could be different from mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes to what you're expecting, I honestly like it when the hops are drowning me. <laughs> so this is probably going to get a seven. It's just, I feel like I'm drinking a lager. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Or yep. just a regular ale. Yep. So about seven on the mouthfeel. It's not a bad mouthfeel, but the expectations are a little bit different. I think seven's fair. I mean, I like the feel. I mean, it's nice and creamy. Mm-hmm. I feel like more of the taste is what is distracting. Mm-hmm. Like, just there's like an initial big punch, and then it kind of drops off a little bit. And since this is our first beer, it's kind of hard to compare. That's true. We're not really we're setting the standard here with our rating scale, mm-hmm. so we don't have anything to compare our sevens and fives. This may be a, to. a good middle of the road beer yeah, anyway I to begin like with. Yeah, I didn't think this was going to have a good shot at winning the gold, but. I mean, I think it's a good beer. It's yeah, very, it's, it's still a good beer. Absolutely. It's very it's just, drinkable. And, uh, you know, expectations from you know how the beer industry has changed, and this is one of their staple ones, mm-hmm. right? Flavor's not bad. Right. It does have good notes in there. Uh, this is, I think, one of my one of my first IPAs that I've had. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's my best IPA, but I, I think it's no, I a either. very good. I think they should go back and 
not so much reinvent it, but experiment with it. And yeah. Add double the hops and like call it double dragonfly. Oh, double dragon. <laughs> double dragon. Double dragon. Double dragon. And just get a little bit more of that hops in there and get uh, more of that whoa. double ipa. I'm going to keep that suggestion in here. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to tag the shit out of up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and be like, go to minute 40. Well, it's going to be like 37 yeah, when I cut it. But. <laughs> Yeah, and you're there at the tap room. It's close to you, so you can drop some hints down there. <laughs> yeah, I already, I already was talking to Danny Boy's uh, bartenders about this podcast. So nice. Now you give them chapstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't think I'm hitting on them because it was all girls at the bar. Hey, you want some chapstick? <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting here with your wife. You want some chapstick, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask you if you wanted any. I asked you if you wanted some fucking chapstick. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have chapstick. Uh, Drinking Geek Out chapstick. Uh, right now, it is advertising for our new website, which is not up yet. <laughs> it is going to be available soon. Uh, so stay tuned for new chapstick. <laughs> Whenever you meet one of us, four, <laughs> we'll we will give you some chapstick. Yeah, be just like when I was handing out the uh, coasters. I just walked up to oh, yeah, people. Right. Just handing, hey, one coaster? It looks like your drink is missing a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, flavor. Are we ranking flavor? Yeah, too? well, it's like the taste, so that includes the, how balanced it is and how well mm. it fits in the style. Well, coming in, as I said, at 65 IBU, I wouldn't have thought originally that this was 65 IBU. No. And 6.7%. I know. That, it, that is, is it the It seems a lot lighter. Part, yeah. I feel like it, you wouldn't yeah. think it would be that high ABV. ABV. I am not a scientist, but this doesn't taste like 65. Mm-mm. Like, it's know. much lower than that. I mean, it's probably because we're used to drinking heavier. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, I've had thirty IBUs before, and they taste stronger than this. Stronger than this, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But with the floralness to it and the pines, I think that kind of kind of helps. Kills that bitterness. Yeah, honestly, it well does. But if I'm if I'm sitting here without rating every yeah everything that we're going through, saying all these ratings, if if we had this on a normal episode, we just had it as an IPA. I probably would give this closer to a four. Yeah. And so with the flavor alone, I think that's up in the eight range for sure. Definitely. Um, I can't give, you know, quarters or halves, so I think I'm just going to have to settle for an eight, but it is between an eight and nine for sure. Really? That's really good. But it could be a little bit biased because this was my very first IPA. Mm -hmm. Of the day. No, of my life. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, this was my first first IPA when I was, you know, starting to get into the craft beer stuff. I went to Ruth Chris with my uncle, and I did the very cheap menu for food, but I got myself (laughs) a bit more expensive beers or like a craft beer. I was like, I've heard of Upland, I've heard of Dragonfly, but I've... You know, I've never had it before mm-hmm. because all my college lives, I was drinking Pistone's Lights <laughs> and PBRs and shit. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I might as well start venturing. And so this was, in mm-hmm. fact, I, I don't think it was my first craft beer, but it was definitely my first IPA. And then I found Stone and that took off. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I, probably an eight or nine. And my, my untap is going to probably reflect that a little bit yeah. as well. I was going to say seven or eight, so I think eight. I think we can agree on eight. Yeah. So it's time to trash those records. <laughs> and we're going to take a look at uh, our normal, usual... The Rate Beer, yeah. Beer Advocate, Untapped. So I've got Rate Beer pulled up. 
Overall, it's a 58, and the style is a 38. So they're kind of trashing on it a little bit, or quite a bit. Um, there's 334 ratings, and the weighted average is 3.27 out of 5. We have uh, 3.45 at Beer Advocate. Uh, still kind of blows my mind that they went away with the beer, the BA yeah. scores. <laughs> yeah. So I'm expecting to see those, but it's not there. Uh, this is rated as okay. So they did keep their ranking system. A lot of the times you said, like, no bro score or whatever <laughs> anyways. So they kind of combined it all into just yeah. one score. So we had yeah, – there was a lot of, like, nose, mm-hmm. nose, nose, nose. Uh, 744 ratings. Um, this is reviewed by 217 people. Uh, standard deviation about 14.49%. So it kind of has a decent jump. Uh, but the histogram yeah. – Shows about three and a half is the the most yep. picked rating on here. Uh, Untapped has out of thirty two thousand rankings three point five seven, and I think we've all had this one before. Yeah, Dustin, you have not checked this one in, but mm. Saf and I have. No, well, I like I said like was, two years ago. This is I downloaded this app for us, right? And so yeah, it's all so new to you. you. <laughs> You don't have all these backlogs. Of so I, I'm very curious to see how I'm going to rank because my original ranking of this was really not good. Not good. But this was before you were into more bitter beers. This is was, true. When was that? 2015. Yeah. 2015. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I probably stick with my score because that's only from like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, on rate beer, the guy uh, says it, the appearance is honey amber. The color, so that's a good description. Yeah, that's pretty close with the you know, autumn yeah. pleasure looking thing. We'll have to come up with our own, like, yeah, Triforce gold or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like they do on women drinking beer. Yeah. They have their, like, Bell's dress. And Bell's dress yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's not nerdy enough for us. No. I know, that's why I'm saying we're going to yeah. come up with our own. We'll have to work on that. We'll get our uh, PR guy to get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. Isn't it just a PR? Yeah. That was a mistake. But I'll take it. Oh, that's great. Uh, No. There isn't really much uh, to offer on Beer Advocate. There's one comment that's worth reading other than all the... uh, Mouthfeel. Oh, T. Right, I know. I hate all that. Um, I like when they're like stupid or... I think an okay on this beer is way underrated. It's a very good, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is what the person says. So I, I like to, I would like to agree with the okay being bad. I wouldn't go with the very good. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, definitely drinkable. Definitely will have another one. I'll do that. Probably, <laughs> uh, like if I happen to, you know, see or get us uh, get a six pack of this. Wouldn't be offended to drink it mm-hmm. all. Probably no. two days, three days. And as long as it's been around, I know a lot of places do have this on tap. So yeah. compared to it's, most other places, if they're limited of craft beardness, definitely would order it's this. It's one of their staples, so you can find it like, yeah. in a lot of places in the Midwest, I feel like. Yeah, and every time I've been to Upland, I've always gotten the flights because I like having this beer, but I want to try the other one. So I right. always make right. sure I, I, I always make sure I have so. this as part of my thing. So I think that's okay. Uh, with that being said, I did give this a 3.75 as my ranking, uh, first time ranking, uh, trying to not base this off my previous experiences with it, uh, because 
you know how we all live in nostalgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but putting one foot forward, I think, with everything that was discussed, um, I think 375 is pretty fair for this. I also gave it a 375 back, I don't know, a couple months ago when I had it, so it's not an up. It's not going to be current with your rating, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to tap it in again. But that's what I pretty much agreed with you. It's very good. I mean, it's good. I wouldn't say it's great or mm-hmm. anything like that. And definitely had better IPAs. It's just, it's very drinkable, and mm-hmm. I would probably buy it again. I was torn <laughs> between 3.75. But then the more this is sitting with me, and the more of these floral notes, yeah. I noticed in a lot of these beers that we've had before, I'm not a fan of them. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. It's just <clears throat> the the way my mouthfeel and how it <laughs> tastes, just the the... It's not really a bitter aftertaste. It's a weird aftertaste. Yeah, it does leave something. There's something there. Kind of and it's that, yeah, that floral. And I, I'm not a fan of that. So that what clicked it down for me. So I went three and a half. I originally gave it a three two years ago. I don't know what I was thinking. But <laughs> probably the same thing you're thinking. Probably now. the same thing. Yeah. But I'm like, based upon <laughs> everything. But I'm, and I've that. experienced a lot more IPAs in the past two years. Mm-hmm. So based upon, you know, how I've ranked the other ones, this is more middle of the road your taste of shift too yeah to absolutely appreciate more bitterness than when i first was drinking ipas i was like Ew, why why are people into this and yeah. now it's like my go-to <laughs> it's just thing that you build up the tolerance and then you like become a fan of it right it's just like coffee yeah i hated coffee yeah. growing up absolutely hated it now it's almost a staple of mine almost, almost. i don't drink caffeine so yeah it does nothing for me that way <laughs> But, yeah. IPA is definitely something good. It's what I did with stouts. Hmm. I hated stouts when I first started drinking them. But I knew I needed to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I needed to. I just knew I needed to. You're not cool unless you drink them. Right. I don't know. I was with my uh, my Irish and you know Scottish <laughs> uh, heritage. I just felt... Got to embrace it. Yeah. I was, I was already drinking the whiskeys. Yep. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to drink whiskey every night. <laughs> That would be a mess. <laughs> All right, I'm excited for this next one. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the next one is from Mad Anthony's. Anthony's. Yes. Correct. So let's wash out our glasses and get this one poured. Okay, so we got uh, this Mad Anthony brew in front of us. It is called the Mosaic Moon. I tried looking it up, but uh, the guys had to... Uh, Tell me a lovely story about them. So I'll let Keith tell the story and then probably correct me as to why I can't find this beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from, obviously, Matt Anthony. They had, it was under original title called Hopsquatch for many years, but there was another brewing I company. I what I'm not sure exactly what it was, but they also had a Hopsquatch. So they kind of said, either change the name or we're going to sue you type deal. So they changed the name to Mosaic Moon. But what was really neat is that Matt Anthony, they um, marketed Hopsquatch stuff, and they were selling, like, their uh, pint glasses, and they were selling a whole bunch of things. Um, Oh, Four Peaks Brewing Company. Yeah, I think that's the one. And we actually bought a lot of that stuff because they had it on clearance since they couldn't really sell it anymore. So Saf and I got a bunch of these Hopsquatch IPA pint glasses. I think you just took a picture. We'll probably be putting that on our social media. Side by side with the Mosaic Moon, yep. So that's where Mosaic Moon, they came up with the name. 
I'm not sure exactly how they came up with that name, but they forced to change it. Galaxy Hops and Mosaic Hops, but uh, let's read. <laughs> um, an American style IPA brewed with a single variety of hop and a simple American grown grain bill, allowing the hop to be the front and center. The real star of this ale is the Mosaic Hop. Yep, which gives off a complex array of tropical fruit, pineapple, herbal, and earthy characteristics. Mm-hmm. Much of the hop was used late in the boil, preserving all the character of the hop without going over the top on bitterness. Interesting. So it comes in at 8% ABV, 65 IBUs. Be interesting to compare it to the last one, which also said it was 65. Right. And the mosaic hops. And brewer's malt and victory malt are the malts being used. All right. I wonder what kind of branding issues they ran into with this. Like if the... Hopsquatch Faithful came, went in there, where'd my beer go? Yeah. Yeah. I think they did a lot of social media letting people know why the name changed, but I'm sure there's people still complaining because yeah. people complain about everything. Yeah. I don't drink uh, Man Anthony that often, and I knew the name changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know what it was originally called. I forgot. I just remember <laughs> they had a Hopsquatch, but they didn't have it right. anymore. I wasn't sure that this was it or not. Yep. Which I'm pretty excited because I don't think I've ever had hopscotch. Oh, man. It's oh, one of my faves. So I always get the hairy balls when I'm at Man Anthony. That's respectable. So. I think they had the nitro hairy balls. I almost told you to get. Oh, yeah. Mind. That was on the list. Like, That'd be good as a nitro. Get some nitro balls. Nitro balls. <laughs> nitro balls. Mm. As I look at a ball on a ball of moon. I do oh. love this bottle. I think it's really good. Cool. Very artsy. packaging. Artsy fartsy, I like it. I like the color scheme. the The blues and the greens always get me. Yes, yeah. I, like I like cool colors a lot. Yep, looks Those, like Earth. My two favorite. Colors. Oh, Earth's right there. Yeah, Earth's okay. right there, and it's the moon chomping yeah. on some mosaic hops. It looks like uh, me and Pale when we were brewing our own beer. Eating <laughs> 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 the hops. <laughs> the Saturn, the hop Saturn. Oh, I didn't even see that. Uh, different planets to have replaced with hops this is pretty good, and it looks like the moon is munching on planets. Yeah. <laughs> A um, little bit about the beer here on the side, which is pretty good. I like uh, when they include that with like the ABVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put all the information on there. Proudly handcrafted in Fort fucking Wayne. Hell yeah. yeah. No bias for the Olympics, please. <laughs> but I love the cartoony style of this label. It's much more exciting and appealing than the last beer. Yeah. So I think this is um, a 9 or a 10. Mm-hmm. It's, it's up there in up there. The, the styling of bottles of like the three Floyds, just not as realistic right. as the three Floyds. It's more cartoony and less like yeah. mm-hmm. metal and extreme. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely do appreciate the metal and extreme stuff, but I, I do like, you know, cartoony labels. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. They're more appealing sometimes. Yeah. I see this on a shelf. It catches my eye. Mm-hmm. I see the, I see the dragonfly IPA and it doesn't catch my eye. Right. I usually pass it by. I ca- it catches my eye because I see the the wheat and the dragonfly together, but it's only because I'm looking for beers, mm-hmm. not because I'm walking by the shelf. Right. So definitely, this is an eye catcher for sure. So where do we end up on this? Oh, it's gonna be a nine or a ten. Nine or a ten. Yep. Okay. I'm leaning closer to the ten. All right. The only reason I knocked it down because I love the hop squatch, but it's not really their fault. Yeah. Because I I would have gave that maybe a ten and this a nine, but I, I could bump this up to a ten. Because yeah. it's not their fault that they changed it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with going down to a nine. So, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Either way, we'll throw it out in a little bit anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Look at the beer. 
All right. So, what nerdy thing can you think of that looks this color? color? Yeah. Mario coins. Mario <laughs> coins. <laughs> no, there's a little too more orange yeah, coppery not, for that. Yeah. yeah the uh, Metroid Blast. Ooh. Oh. Metroid's yeah. Metroid suit. Of, suit. Is almost. What I'm thinking. Yeah. Not the red one, but the yellow part. Yeah. Right. Right. right yeah. So we got, got a Metroid color. <laughs> well, Samus, because Metroid's Samus. like a little alien. Oh, uh, I don't play the game. I just know Zero Suit Samus yeah. and Samus, and that uh, she's a chick apparently. <laughs> yep. So we'll go Samus orange or yep. yellow. Yeah, gold. Samus. Samus gold. Samus gold. Samus gold. <laughs> you heard it here from us. We're gonna we're gonna come up with our own color scheme. <laughs> we're gonna post it, and we're gonna post images, and they're gonna look nothing like these beers. <laughs> we're gonna use them. Okay, sounds good. Um, besides, I, I don't even know a beer that looks like Bell's dress yellow, by the way. <laughs> yes. You're going to have to share that with us. Oh, wait, you did listen to our podcast. Um, but I feel like there's less carbonation maybe in this one than yeah, the last one. Yeah, it's not see as, as visible. Bubbles. Yeah, I don't see bubbles. I don't see a lot of sediment either, which is right. pretty good. Um, there's a few bubbles. I see one or Yeah, two. there's not. Uh, yeah. It's not a constant maybe stream like the last one. Yeah, it could be. Probably. It's a little whiter of a head. It's not as creamy, quote yeah, unquote. The, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of just it reminds me of the little bit of a fizz you get on top of just pouring any type of liquid. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like there's a whole lot there. So based off appearances, it's not too uh, not too exciting. No, mm-hmm. uh, probably seven, seven out of ten as well. Seven. I mean, of course, we're not going to see a whole lot of exciting. We're not going to see like a, a mermaid or something <laughs> jump around no. in the glass. Um, but yeah. it's also not a stout, which I would give high ranks to, because the way stouts look to me, so <laughs> can't help that. But I, seven's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Fair. good. Seven is really good. All right, uh, smell. Oh man, <laughs> that's that's got a good smell. Oh, it smells good. Definitely, definitely smells happier than the other beer. Yeah. Well, sweet, smell. sweet hoppy. I would like to say I could smell a little bit of citrusy. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, yeah. That sweetness I wasn't entirely sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not florally. Or at least I can't smell florals. I don't know if there's any like pine nuts or anything on there, but um, complex array of tropical fruit, pineapple, herbal, and earthy characteristics. Pineapple. So oh. that may be the pineapple we're smelling. Oh, tropical beer, my favorite. <laughs> Also eight percent, so my favorite. <laughs> yes. Uh, as far as smell goes, I could go like a nine on this one. Yeah, that smells really good. Very appealing. Initially thinking eight, but as I get more developed into that citrusy, and I kind of figure it out, because it's just like every other smell or taste, you don't know what it is, so it's kind of like a question. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you find out what it is, that's all you smell. Mm-hmm. And so tropical flavored stuff smells really good. So eight up to a nine for sure. Definitely. Yeah feel this in our mouths mouth feels it's a little bit heavier yeah than the other beer yep could be the alcohol content maybe could yeah it definitely down. could be definitely could be um i think it's smoother like smoother in the back but it's yeah it has a little bit more of a bite up front mm-hmm. it enters the the roof of the mouth and a little bit of the tongue it kind of feels like it's yeah it's there um i'm gonna see if i can what it happens if i hold it there <laughs> A little alcohol burn. Mm-hmm. Not a ton. 
<laughs> Still just kind of lingering on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, flavor does not drop off very mm-hmm. much. No. Is it consistent? Very well. Including the aftertaste. Very well balanced as we get to the taste, but for the feel, mm-hmm. I it, think it's solid. Yeah, yeah, it's a good feel. It's a... I just want more of it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep drinking it. Yeah, I'm going to stay in my mouth forever. <laughs> and one thing that I've learned about drinking IPAs is you want to hold it in your mouth longer. Mm-hmm. As it sits on your tongue, you can start tasting the flavors. More notes uh, as yeah. it sits there and the temperature changes because mm-hmm. of your mouth. Uh, just um, it's, it's, it's pretty solid. And eight, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's up in the eight and nines again yep. for as far as that goes, too. Yeah. <clears throat> It's not creamy, but I didn't expect it to be. Yeah, so. there's not. It's not as creamy of a head as the, the other one. The last one. Yeah. Oh, this is this is already past the other one in my mind. <laughs> oh, Definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I I expected that just based on my past experience with this beer. Yeah. Uh, sticking to the flavor, this tropical. It's not overpowering. No, no. not at all. No, I've had uh, like the tropic cannon. From uh, that pirate one night I shared with you, uh, I you know, for, I forget the name of the. Oh my gosh! Pirates Bay? No, that's liquor. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's open creature creature comfort. No, that that was good. That wasn't. I'm not talking that one. I am talking. It's uh, shit. I'm just looking up real quick. <laughs> They have loose cannon. They have a double yeah. cannon. Mm. They have very piratey things. They have that mint stout. Uh, I got Allison to drink it because it had mint in it. Uh, I think it's got pirate something in the name. But yeah. I could be wrong. Heavy seas. Okay. Uh, heavy seas. Heavy yep. seas. Uh, so that one, the the tropic cannon is really good. But I felt like the the tropical flavors of that. Kind of overpowered yeah. the IPA yes. a little bit. That's why I feel like this one's more well balanced. Yeah, yeah definitely. As, far as the taste goes, it's an IPA with some tropical mm-hmm. flavor, not tropical beer with some IPA flavor. Yep, you get the hops, and it's well balanced up front, and then you get all those tropical notes and the pineapple. Mm-hmm. I, f- I f- especially know the pineapple on the back end. Right. Mm-hmm. It may be due to their brewing processes. I read it says much of the hop was used late in the boil oh. and in the fermenter, preserving the character of the hop without the harsh bitterness. So probably still preserving yeah. that tropicalness of the hop without the overpowering mm-hmm. bitterness to create that better balance. Yeah, it really doesn't seem that bitter at all because of the tropical notes kind of help cover that or balance it out. Yeah. I gave it a pretty high score before, but I think I, I, I could bump it up. Bump it up. <laughs> I'll switch over and find it. I'm just a big fan of it. But where, where'd we end up on the taste, did we say? I don't think we said, but I said I was thinking about eight or eight, nine. Eight or nine. I could, I'm going to go it's nine. Up there. <laughs> I think everything's been eight or nine on here, except for like maybe a seven, as far as like the color of the beer. Yeah. All right, checked in. Um, <laughs> Rate beer, let me go there. 81 overall, but only a 63 in the style. This is off of the Hopsquatch, because there was like only one rating on Mosaic Moon. But there's only 10 ratings here. The weighted average is 3.42 out of 5. Beer Advocate, 407 for the Hopscotch. 
Um, this is exceptional, but they only had 11 ratings. The uh, Mosaic Moon had one rating. It was like 307. I was like, I'm not going to put that on there. <laughs> Uh, but this says that there are a few reviews, 13% standard deviation, and a 4 is the highest rated of this. So 6 reviews of the 11 was for a 4. And of the people who rated it, there isn't really much other than, oh, you did this, cool guys. Yeah. On Untapped, out of 3,421 ratings, average score of 3.86... And out of our friends who have had it, Saf, I won't reveal yours till you can do that later, but Ben, <laughs> Ben of Bird Boy had this, and he mm-hmm. gave it a four and a half. And I love his comment, tastes like pineapple juice. There is a lot of pineapple in this beer. So I, I wonder if local brewers get together <laughs> and try yeah. each other's beers. Like when they're in, you know, like when they're in. Because uh, I could see, like, getting started, you kind of venture around and try other people's mm-hmm. beers. But, like, when you're in, if they, you know, have, like, a circuit of, like, people going to people's stuff and try it out and rating their stuff. I'm going to let Keith go first this time since he went last the last time. I did, and I'm still I'll go middle again. on the fence. Because, let's see, the last time I rated this, this was in July, but I was not a fan of that rating. It's definitely gone up. And based upon... Our recent IPAs that we've all had, and just how the balance of all this turns out, I'm gonna go four and a half. That's what nice. I'm giving this. Um, it's, I like the balance of the bitterness with the citrus, and the it's not overpowering on either one. It's a good balance that I can just keep drinking and drinking, which is what I did last time. I bought a six pack of this, <laughs> and, and not realizing, yeah, it was very dangerous because usually you can't slam IPAs, and these I could put down very easily, and I did very quickly. <laughs> With that being said, we could taste the hops. Yeah, yeah. the hops still hoppy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But so very, don't go into drinking, trying to drink this beer if you're not a big fan of the hops right. because it's still there. If you if you don't like IPAs, this is, yeah. this one's not going to make you like IPAs anymore. Yeah, no. just, I just wanted to make sure it's very drinkable. Yeah, does not mean that we like IPAs. You, yeah, you can ignore the IPA thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, four and a half for me. I have been on the biggest tropical yeah. IPA type of hunt in the world and it started with creature comforts that Seth had mentioned before heavy seas anything I can find and this is the best one that I've had like straight up best tropical IPA that I've had uh, and it's up there in the uh, rankings of three floyds yeah yep. oh yeah I would agree really definitely is. I would agree fight with the zombie dust and all those yeah and put up a good fight but yeah <laughs> it put up a good fight. it's not gonna win I, but it, it put up a gumball I feel like that'd be yeah. I think that'd be a good battle. But yeah. what was their what was their tropical one that we had the the one that began with an N? What was that one? Necron ninety nine. Necron ninety nine. So <laughs> this sorry, but this doesn't stand a chance against yeah. that. But uh, this beats you know unpopular opinion. I think this definitely beats Alpha King and Gumball Head. I don't know if I've ever had Alpha King to be honest. Yeah, this definitely mm-hmm. definitely but beats it. I think this is good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're not comparing it to them, but that's yeah, just sure, like a, a marker. So four and a half. I like it. Guess what, guys? Give me your hands. I gave it a four and a half also. Hand holding clue. Hand holding. Sorry. Oh, you got a dog. I'm holding, <laughs> holding Fox's hand. <laughs> <laughs> or he's holding mine. <laughs> hand holding clue. Um, last time I rated it, you mentioned I gave it a four. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Since 
whenever that was back in July or six months ago or whatever, I've really fallen into this style and enjoy it more and more. I love the hops and also just the like the tropical notes just make this stand out even more. Um, I was going to mention this untapped guy says underwhelming for an imperial IPA, which I mean imperial just means it has more alcohol doesn't affect the really anything. And did we mention this is a double? It's a double IPA. IPA so, so yeah, yeah really, uh, imperials are usually nine plus. So I don't yeah. know why they would say it's imperial. Yeah, uh, unless the scaling is different per company, it but does, it's usually yeah. I guess it's up to you. Because it doesn't say Imperial. Maybe his menu did because he got it at the Golden in Fort Wayne. The no longer there. Right. <laughs> but I don't think it matters if it's Imperial or not. It does have a higher ABV, but it's still one of the best IPAs I've had. Nice. It's really good. Hmm. Well, I am out of mine. I can wait a couple more minutes <laughs> for you guys to finish yours. It won't we take long. No, introduce our next one. Oh, at least. I might as well. <clears throat> All right, so this one is uh, from Carmel. Uh, it is called Danny Boy Brewing Company. I'll get mm-hmm. into it a little bit later. Uh, we probably could have a full Danny episode, yeah. which I'll be pretty stoked about. That would be good. Um, I have a spare bedroom and extra couches. <laughs> if you guys want to come hang out. Uh, I'll be down there soon. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a good... Uh, good thing. But anyways, the beer that I brought for the IPA is the Rock and Roller. Rock and Roll. So we'll be ready to roll that out momentarily. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and updates on DrinkInGeekOut.us. You can subscribe by clicking on the links on our website or by searching DrinkInGeekOut on iTunes or Google Play Store. To suggest a beer for us to review, you can email us at drinkingeekout at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag drinkingeekout. And if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. All right, as Dustin said, we are drinking the Rock and Rolla IPA. A little description here. The mosaic hops brewed in this beer gives it a very citrusy, earthy pine and tropical fruit taste with a hop-forward flavor. Though higher in alcohol, the RNR is very well balanced with a smooth, bitter grapefruit finish. Mm, I'm excited for the grapefruit. This one comes in at 7.5 ABV, according to the can, and 99 IBUs. 99? Ooh, that's the biggest one we've got today. Yeah, so it has mosaic hops, like everything else that we've had today. Uh, so I'm pretty excited. I think mosaic is the thing you want to use for citrusy yeah. styles. Or citra hops. Or citra hops. Or citra hops. That comes in, yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty pretty excited about this. Uh, they're relatively new uh, brewery. Because uh, they're talking about, you know, putting things together in 2008, 2010. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited that they're down the road from me. <laughs> I've had their beers. Uh, last night was the first time I actually went to their tap room. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, why would I go there if I can walk down to the bar at the end of my street that has all their beers on tap? But now I know. I got to go there. Get them on cans. Yeah. Here we got this can. We have a gentleman with two guns ablazing. It's got like the Irish flag. Is that the The Irish flag color? Yeah. Spray painted kind of on the wall or something. That's pretty cool. And a shirtless guy. Does it say something on his chest? Above his nipple? I can't read that. Tattooed up. It says star on that side. I don't know what the other side says. RX, maybe? I don't know. 
Prescription Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rockstar. Oh, Rockstar. R-O-X. That makes sense. I have a Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kind of, I don't know, stereotypical Guns of blazing mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. Like, like a, a soccer fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty cool label. Uh, the yeah, the label definitely catches your eye. Yeah, it is something like that it. pops out. I like the uh, the I don't know how we would like to describe the text, the font, but it's kind of like the ransom note font. Yeah, yeah. It's like cut out of a magazine. Yeah, uh, it's just pretty cool. Um, pretty excited about the ninety nine IBUs. IBUs. Yeah. So can I'd probably give it an eight, maybe eight. Yeah, I don't think it's as good as Mosaic Moon. I think the Mosaic Moon's more fun, but. Oh yeah, definitely more fun, but this is way better. It's more. This is like a badass looking hand. I like your eight. I really would have given it like a seven or seven and a half, but eight's good with me. I like Danny Boy's slogan here. Purely stated, it's wicked awesome beer. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty cool. The logo is awesome. I am a fan of Irish everything. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, product of the United States of America. They do tell us that on the can. Yeah. In case we forgot. Because uh, it doesn't have an American flag on the background. Yep. So you gotta know this is American, but we're celebrating Irish. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's look at the beer. Okay. It is. Imagine that same color as the other same two. Color. Very exact same. Yeah. Uh, no sediment. It came out of can, so I was a little bit, you know, like weary about sediments, floaties, and stuff. It looks, it looks like maybe it's a cloudier. Cloudy. It, it is cloudier. Look as clear. It, it is definitely cloudier. I want to say there's floaties in there, and it's kind of yeah. like gel-looking in mine. Yeah, you see that? I see it in yours. It's definitely, definitely jelly. It's like the floaties are, yeah, it's Suspended thick. in there. Yeah, suspended, yeah. and they it's shake. weird, kind of like oily or something. That's bizarre. It's it's amber, and we <laughs> caught bugs in it, like Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they call that the dino DNA. The yeah, dino, even yeah. though dino DNA is like multicolored in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's it. definitely the John Hammond uh, <laughs> mosquito color right here. Yeah, there we go, the mosquito color. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I give that an eight also. That's good. That's good. I'll give it an eight just because the weird things are suspended. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it goes to show me it's like whoa. It's definitely better. Like there, it doesn't. I don't really. I, I mean, I think it's probably the the cloudiness. I don't really see the carbonation bubbles as much. No, there is. I mean, there's not much. I see a couple bubbles here. I see and there. it like on the edges. There's like so. A there's st- probably more in the middle. I just can't see. It's it. like a like yeah. a, I feel like a, there's a stream of bubbles. Yeah. Like, Somewhere like, in there. Yeah, you gotta find it. It's almost like a. It, it's on a fissure, and you have a couple bubbles <laughs> popping out of the fissure. Right, I'm gonna smell it's it. Eight. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with the eight. Um, you guys are like kind of boosting mine up because I was thinking like seven as well Seven's. for this. But, but it is. I mean, the whole. The aspect of the floaty, like yeah. jelly suspended, kind of is interesting more. Than yeah, it's very interesting. It's cool. So I, I can agree with the up on that one. All right, it's time to smell it. Not much. <sighs> I like have to like yeah pour it. You have to be you have to be in the beer to smell it. Oh, there it is. You're right. Maybe that's why it's so jelly that the yeah. <laughs> scent doesn't come off. I'm like, I'm like shaking it up and I'm like tilting it towards my nose, but. I still don't smell a lot, but I have the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the nose feel on this one is uh, <clears throat> a little bubbly. It's like, hold on while I draw this line. <laughs> I think 
smells good. It's just not as powerful as some. Yeah, it's not yeah. powerful aroma, but hopefully for 99 IBU, it's got a powerful punch. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like just like a five on this. I've kind of noticed that the higher the eight of the IBUs, the lower the smell. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting theory. I, I would like to map that up with. It, it's like trapping in more of the. I don't want to say flavor, but more of the yeah, bitterness versus releasing it. I'm going to start researching this and look for scientific papers. If there are no scientific papers <laughs> over this, I'm going to write one. We'll have to do our own episode. Yeah. Testing IBUs for noses. Yeah, you guys are my test subjects. You give me the data for my paper that I'm writing. There you go. We'll be your, your double-blind study. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, uh, our science I'll, projects. I'll, to I'll, uh, I'll publish this, and they'll just have to give me a PhD <laughs> then. My dissertation is about the smell of uh, IPs, IPAs and other beers. Five fair to you guys? Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Because it's not, it, it takes work I think it's to good. smell. It's just I was kind of looking at a four <laughs> because you can't really smell anything. Even if you waft it and shake it up, you just can't really smell much. I feel like if I get it right, like almost pouring it into my nose, I can smell it. But right. I'd rather it go in my mouth right. than my nose. <laughs> I don't want to well, like... it's going to end up in your mouth. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> or at least down your throat. Down my throat. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you do stick your nose in it, you kind of can smell you can that get caramel. A bit. I, yeah, it, it's but, got some good flavors. Yeah, you know, well, I can. Oh, I'll stick with the five. But I honestly, we're not smelling much out of this. Yeah. What's going to get a four? What's going to get lower than a five if this doesn't get lower than a five? It's something that smells like a shit pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it doesn't beer. smell bad, so I don't want to give it like. So a, it's a it's negative. not a it's not a zero to five uh, zero to negative five. It's yeah. just one to ten and yeah. A five is fine. A five is fine. It's just, it's not shit. <laughs> yeah. It uh, if it doesn't like turn me off and make me want to like pull it away from my head, yeah. like I Chances feel like are that, not drinking that either. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The taste is gonna be real bad. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Five. I'll take it. Just so we can get to the drinking part. <laughs> All right, put it in your mouth. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Mm, that's different. Whoa, that really on the back end. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. Oh, the rock and roller for sure. Party in my mouth. It's like a punch from the rock up front, and then it just rolls down your yeah. throat. Oh, my gosh. There's like some candy notes. Caramel. That caramel. Oh, caramel. Mm-hmm. oh wow. Let me <laughs> have to pull up. Caramel for caramel. Yeah, caramel and caramel. Not spelled the same. that's why one's caramel and one's caramel (laughs) it's not very sweet though not as sweet as they made it out to be with those caramel notes yeah yeah, they're talking caramel so it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of sweetness to that but then you could taste the the sour part of the grapefruit at the end not the sweet part of the grapefruit um, I feel like there's some mm. sweet in the middle, mm. but like up front you get mm, some of the caramely notes maybe, but on the back end it's more bitter. I wasn't sure about the combination before. Like just hearing caramel and grapefruit. Yeah. I wasn't sure about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not sure about <laughs> it. The more I drink it, the more I like it. But that upfront, the first taste kind of was like a shock to the right. system. I don't know. I have something lingering right now. Yeah. It's throat. not the best aftertaste. No. 
It was about six, maybe. Six or seven. For the mouth or for the taste? Oh, yeah, we didn't even go to the mouthfeel yet. Mm. I think the mouthfeel is fine. Yeah, yeah. the mouthfeel There's fine. nothing really wrong with that. It, it's, it's thick. It's thick, thick heavy. Um, that gelatin, clean. how things were suspended. Yeah, I kind of figured like it would be that way. tangy or anything with that. I think that's, that's up there. It's fine. I can go eight on that. Hmm. But the taste is where it's going to be yeah. at. Yeah, I can agree with the eight on there. So we're going to we're going to look at the mouthfeel. Eight is fine. Taste, I still, the more I drink of it, I'm still just kind of hovering between the six and the seven. Yeah. Um, I agree. It, I, I Don't get me wrong. I will drink this. Oh, no. And I have before. <laughs> but it's coming back to me. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but it's coming back to me. It, it's different compared to many other things that we've had. Yeah. Even, the, like, the first two were different, but this is on a whole never, yeah, another that, page this is than them. I feel like those fit off more the in, in the same category. This one's, like, kind of off a little bit. Yeah, because this is probably a true double IPA yeah. with the 99 IBUs compared to the 60. This actually tastes like the hoppiness and the bitter part that we were expecting with those numbers. But I think the double just refers to the alcohol content. Well, the last one was eight, and this is only seven and a half. I know. So. That's what I thought. Because the last one was a double also. So I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. What does double mean? Does it mean double hops or double double process of, I don't know. Okay, we're Googling it. We're learning something today. Learning. No, I thought power. double was kind of synonymous with imperial, as far as IPAs go. Okay, it says double or imperial can resemble everything from a pale ale to barley wine, reserved uh, IBUs to hundreds from pale to black in color. On top of that, this is a truly unique American style that has been interrupted, interpreted by brewers around the world who also put their signature twist on the styles. Uh, in my opinion, there is no rule approach <laughs> is actually what makes a double IPA. That is so American. The style is very much an infancy, so arguably trying to define it today could be considered a bit premature. So with that said, there is there are general guidelines to what makes a double IPA. So they're talking about hops. Yeah. So that is a tricky one. Your, uh, your intention to provide some assertive balance to offset higher malt profiles and subsequent alcohol, or do you want to shred tongues? As the mm-hmm. style originated on the West Coast, high alpha acid hops from the larger Pacific Northwest region are typically associated with the style. However, any hops can essentially be used. It really depends on what you're trying to achieve. Alcohol on IPA that reaches 7% alcohol by volume. Uh, range it enters the double IPA turf. Yep. So it probably has a little bit to do with the hops, but majority yeah, I think the yeah, is it's the hops are more to balance out the taste of the alcohol. Yeah. So the higher alcohol puts you in the double category, but then you're going to add more hops or whatever to set that off. So you're not just getting the alcohol flavor. Right is what I think it's saying. So it's probably. The difference between double and imperial would be like the difference between our imperial measuring system and metric. Yeah. 
where we refer to it as double around here, but you know, England or Russia, because they have those imperial stouts, they refer to it as imperial. I don't know. I could be wrong, but yeah, all the American style beers, I hear a lot more of you know doubles. Double. And anything that's not American, like your stouts or anything like that, will be referred to as Imperials. The last sentence on that thing you were reading says, Basically, a double IPA should be hop-centric and assertive both in aroma and flavor and have higher alcohol content than a standard IPA. Not double per se, just higher, achieved by adding more malt. Hmm. Malt. So maybe we're tasting more malts? I mean, it still has... Well, the caramel isn't caramel come more from the malt yeah, flavor. Usually, yeah. I mean, you get your bitter flavor more than just from the hops. Yeah, you can get it. For, you can get bitter flavor from malts yeah. and such. Yeah. Depends on what you use. Uh, a lot of the time, you do the mash. It just if, if the mash is bitter, you're going to get a bitter mm-hmm. beer, and you add uh, the hops, and it's going to get even more bitter. So that's it, that's interesting. Hmm. We learned something today, guys. <laughs> it's an educational show. <laughs> It only took us a year and a half to look up (laughs) (laughs) what a double IPA is. All right, for we're getting to ratings now. Yeah, sure. Rate beer overall forty three, but this style it's only a five. Oh, is it because it's a unique style, or just because or double IPA style? I think it's just in the imperial IPA. Imperial style. Okay. Um, There's only twelve ratings. A weighted average is 3.08 out of 5. Beer advocate, 3.95 with 11, or 17, sorry, 17 ratings. Uh, standard deviation is at 12. Majority of the people who rated this bounced between the 375 and the 4. Uh, five people, 375, uh, four people for the 4. So it's, it's up there. On untapped, out of 2,316 ratings, we have a 3.67 average. I love some of the comments on here that people have left. Oh, yes. Uh, Matt B. says, it's okay. A lot to be desired. He gave it a three and a half. But he had that on draft. At Danny Boy. Draft is so much better, mm-hmm. though. And then there was another guy. He was way down the list. He said, a lot of citrus up front. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, caramel up front. Yeah, and then, I don't know, he had a weird description. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what I'm tasting at all. And he had a can of it. It was not on draft. Some guy in New Jersey says, um, nose ta- slash taste of orange peel, spicy yeast, and grapefruit. Medium body. Like, see, I get the grapefruit on the back I end. I get the grapefruit on, yeah. I can kind of see the orange peel, mm-hmm. but not on the smell. Well, it says nose slash taste, so right. I think yeah. it's a combination of what he's drinking it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really notice anything spicy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't well, know. the spice feel I feel the, the spiciness comes from the caramel. Maybe it's almost like saying that you're eating a pumpkin pie and it has a little spices yeah. in it. It's not spicy, but it's spices. You know, I don't know. Um, That's more from like cinnamon and nutmeg mm-hmm. spices, but yeah, the caramel. Not a big caramel guy, but it's not bad. Oh yeah, you don't like caramel. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I'll eat butterscotch. <laughs> I prefer caramel with butterscotch. Yep. It's the same damn thing, just different different uh, color sugars. Yeah, butterscotch just is a little bitter, or more bitter, or something. I don't know. Too buttery. It leaves me. A, yeah, it leaves me with a bad <laughs> taste in my mouth. Yeah, I don't like the and initial upfront taste of 
<laughs> Here we go. Analyzing candy now. <laughs> that's that's the wrong show. Wrong show. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, the other show that was canceled. That's their job. <laughs> they would have killed it to have a caramel versus butterscotch. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm checking I'm, this in. I'm torn. I, I have zero friends. Check in. I have one friend, but I ended with a 3.25. Just, I think it has a good upfront flavor, and the mouthfeel is all good. It's just there's a lingering bitterness that mm-hmm. is sticking with me more that I don't like as much as compared to our previous two beers. So I had to put it at the lowest end just based on the, the follow-through of this beer. Yeah. But overall, I like I like the initial flavors. There's not a lot of smell to it, but in the lingering back end is what knocked it down. Mm-hmm. I went with the 3.5. Uh, it has nothing to do with my bias against caramel. <laughs> it's just... It was... I don't want to say too hoppy because I like the hoppiness yeah. compared mm-hmm. to the other ones that didn't have it, but... Don't really taste the grapefruit until the very end, but it's only the sour part of the grapefruit. It's not really the sweet part, and it's. I definitely will have it again. This is, you know, it's just something that will get ordered, but it just doesn't stand out. It doesn't. It's not better than the other two that we've had. In comparison to the other two, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm very similar to what you said, Seth. I also went a 3.25 based upon the same thing. Um, Just as much as you showed us that Danny Boy has to offer, I mean, this is good, but probably won't reach for it again because of so many other options that Mm -hmm. are there. Um, It's just, it's weird. It's not their only IPA. It's not, yeah. Yeah, I would would love to compare it to another one of their IPAs, um, just as comparison. But I'm just so confused with the caramel up front and then yeah, that grapefruit it's finish it's just grapefruit is what's it's like my mouth doesn't know how to describe what's happening right now so i don't know and it's just it ended too bitter mm-hmm. for me it wasn't a good balance of whatever they were trying to do i think yeah the balance throws it off unfortunately so we ended this episode the mosaic moon gets gold mm-hmm. yep the dragonfly silver and rock and roll, rock and roll, roll ends with the bronze, which is disappointing. Who's close? <laughs> I had high expectations. I think there's a, it's close between the dragonfly and rock and yeah. roll, but we'll uh, we'll have updated results at the start of the the next episode. We'll just make sure that we have the proper uh, point totals in yeah. before we'll right. have an official ranking system. But uh, looking at uh, yeah pre. All that, it's a clear winner of oh, Mosaic Moon up top. With a four yep. and a half average. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's going to be close between Dragonfly, but I think the order is correct. We'll just we'll do a recount. Sure. Recount. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that should be it for this one. Uh, up next, we have uh, figure skating, right? Yeah. Oh, dear. Next time, if you turn in, <laughs> tune in next week for our sports, we have... Bob Slay, Luge, Luge Doubles. Oh, Luge uh, Doubles. Skeleton, Cross Country Skiing, The Biathlon, bi- yeah, 
That's how you pronounce it, I believe. And the Nordic Combine. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So we have figure skating. Is in okay. the final. Cool. All the skating events kind of lumped into the last yeah. episode. Gotcha. And, and then on top of that, we have our stouts and porters. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. I can't wait. Some more of the dark winter beers that you is, expect. Definitely, definitely. So I'll see if I can add any information about those uh, events because I only know two of the seven that he said. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know much so, about them. Oh, no. They're great events. So we will uh, catch you next time. Uh, feel free to uh, send Pale a message saying that you missed his voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or his nonsense comments. It's true. We could splice old episodes and just kind of plug them in. <laughs> I could probably uh, it wouldn't it be out. any different. <laughs> I, I really I noticed the grapefruit in this right away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. This is probably going at the very end of the episode. Yeah, yep. it's My favorite part. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and until next time, drink up and geek out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab a voice of him saying that. Just, <laughs> it's the mouthfeel. The mouthfeel. So every time we say <laughs> mouthfeel, it's mouth just mouth gonna feel. be his voice. Yes. <laughs> so much editing, but so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to listen to it and then like write down the times where we say mouthfeel. <laughs> Do a supercut of mouthfeel. Yeah. It'll be the uh, the mouthfeel cut. Yes. Where is the regular cut and then the mouthfeel cut? <laughs> It's like the rogue cut. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or the director's cut, which is usually more gruesome than the other. Yeah. Unrated. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So.